Hi guys, hello, hello, welcome to or welcome back to the Vibe Hive. It's me, Cheyenne, and Happy New Year. Um, I hope 2022 is gonna bring in a lot of blessings, abundance, money, whatever you're hoping for 2022. I hope it's coming, <laughs> and I hope you're putting in a lot of effort and work to get to it. But, anyways, it's been a little bit since I recorded anything. It's been a little bit since I dropped an episode, but that's because, you know, the holidays and New Year's and et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. It's so busy and I couldn't find my I couldn't find myself even making time to try to record anything or put anything out. So it's OK. I'm back. We're better. It's a new year, new ideas, new episodes. And yeah. So um, before I get into this, before I get into anything, I just want to um say that. I know that the last episode was the lack of resources in the black community. If you haven't checked that out, go check it out. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, that last episode was going to be a two part series and I kind of like promoted it as a two part series. And I said in the episode two, that it was going to be a two part series. And the idea was for me to make this episode that I'm going to, that I'm going to drop right now. This episode was going to be the gentrification episode. And, you know, as I started recording it and stuff, I just felt myself not liking it. And I felt myself feeling like I was just rushing it. I was just rushing to get something out. And with that episode, I really want to take a lot of time and I really want to dive deep into that topic because I feel like if I don't, I'm not giving that topic justice and I'm not giving you all justice and I'm not giving anyone justice for, you know, for how I'm going to talk about it. So, yeah, and then also I had, like, a lot of bigger ideas with that episode, too, and then things were, like, scheduling and trying to get people on the episode and stuff like that. It just wasn't, it it just felt like everything in the universe was telling me to not even make this episode. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of, like, the update on that, but it's okay because it's definitely coming. It's definitely coming. (laughs) It's coming in later episodes. It's going to be coming soon, definitely, but... I just needed a little bit more time on it and it's okay we all need a little bit more time um and this this is kind of going off topic too but this kind of goes for just anybody as well if you feel like you need more time to do something or if you feel like you're not ready to do something it's okay you can just you can just do that it's your life <laughs> buy your life good night <laughs> but it's your life it's your pace and it's what you want to do with all that being said though i just want to thank you all so much for listening i just want to thank you all so much for supporting me etc etc i know that i haven't like uploaded or i haven't posted like anything about the podcast or anything in a while but the fact that you all are still listening the fact that i'm still getting people come and telling me like oh my god listen to this episode and it was so good but like it really means a lot it means a whole lot so i just want to thank you all so much this is one of my wildest dreams <laughs> and i'm actually doing it So, yeah, I just want to thank you all so, 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 so much. And if it doesn't take a lot of time out of your day, it'll really be appreciated. And it'll really help the podcast a lot if you go rate it on any platform that you're listening to. If you want to rate it on Apple or now newly Spotify, you can rate things. If you want to go do that, please, it'll be greatly appreciated. You don't even have to leave a review. Don't if it if it takes too much out of you to comment, you don't even have to do it. Just give it a little rating. It'll be greatly appreciated from the bottom of my heart. So, whew, with all of that out the way now, what is this episode about? So this episode is titled The Feminine Mold, and I definitely got this I got this idea from um Emma Chamberlain Anything Goes podcast. If you don't listen to that, I 
I highly suggest you do. If you don't like a podcast or if you're a person who doesn't listen to podcasts or anything like that, please just go listen to Emma Chamberlain's because hers is amazing. Her entire series is just amazing. But specifically this episode that she did, The Feminine Mold, I was like, man, finally, somebody agrees with me. Finally, somebody understands me and I feel so seen now. But that's what this episode is all about kind of like my take on the feminine mode and my experiences and stuff like that so yeah if you're interested in that just keep on watching watching okay buddy <laughs> keep on listening um lock in buckle in as always and um yeah let's get into it okay so during my childhood i guess um me and my family we've always been an active family always we're always doing something we were always going somewhere we were always trying something new we were always doing things but some of those things that we did we also had to have a balance we had the balance of doing a lot of new stuff and doing a lot of traditional things and in my family it's very traditional to go hunting to go fishing to be in Mississippi to have the farm life to wake up at the crack literally wake up when the rooster do the like literally dead serious <laughs> that's my family well a part of my family and um yeah so from a very young age I was always um around farm life I was always around horses and chickens and pigs and goats and needing to wake up and put on your boots and put on your put on your wrangler jeans and put on your camouflage and like early in the morning and go feed the animals with like my granddad and stuff like that and then um, with the combination of that, I also had two brothers. I'm the only girl in my family. And um, yeah, that's just kind of give you like a little little brief rundown of like where I'm about to go with this episode. But yeah, so since a very young age, I guess you could sort of say I was always more so leaning towards like the masculine, quote unquote, masculine side of life, the masculine side of things. But also within that though I did um ballet with my grandmother I did tap um I did piano and um my entire room is pink <laughs> my entire room is still pink to this day when I was like around five years old yeah when I was like five years old and my room like finally started getting like together a little bit more um my parents was like okay what do you want your room to be and before they can even finish asking me what color I want I was like pink I want everything pink I want everything pink I had a pink I still have a pink bed pink headboard pink borders of the doors pink walls everything is still pink and (laughs) oh my goodness I was just like such a I was just such a little diva like I had an attitude I didn't have an attitude I was kind of smart enough to know like when to umph the attitude and when to chill out. You know, like when you're around, you know, like when you're younger and you're around like a lot of adults and stuff like that, you kind of start acting out a little bit more. Or maybe I'm just a psychopath, (laughs) but I feel like all children start acting out just a little bit more when adults are around. So that's how I was. So why am I saying all this? Like I said, I was a lot more leaning towards like the masculine side of things and stuff like that. But I also did have those quote unquote feminine and girly parts of myself, obviously. But I was young. I was like, I'm talking like younger than like 10, like in this range right here. So, of course, younger than 10, 
I was involved in Girl Scouts. I was involved in 4-H. I was just involved in a whole lot of things. And being involved in all of this stuff really, like, stretched me out, really, like, stretched my limbs, so to say, and really, like, broadened my horizons and stuff like that as to the things that I could do and the things that I knew I was capable of doing and stuff like that. Even though out of all the activities and stuff that I've done, I definitely was not the best <laughs> at all of it. It gave me a chance to realize, like, what I liked, what I don't like, blah, blah, blah so with all of that going into like elementary school and stuff like that obviously we all had uniforms and uniforms is going to be uniforms is going to be like a big it's going to be like a big thing in this episode it's going to be a big like turning point in this episode too but in elementary school you know we had to wear uniforms where we went and my mother would always try to force me to get into the skirts and get into the dresses and obviously when I was like really young like like less than like less than like seven or like eight of course like I would wear the dresses I would wear the skirts you know she'd do my hair and stuff like that and I did not like wearing them I didn't I didn't like wearing dresses I didn't like wearing skirts I didn't like doing none of that but I just did it because you know my mom I couldn't really but I was too young to try to talk back to my mom like I don't even like to, I don't even talk back to my mom now I'm so terrified to this day to even try to talk back to her so I didn't talk back I didn't do none of that so, you know, I just wore the dresses, just kept my mouth shut, wore the dresses. But then, you know, once I started to get, like, around, like, 9, 10, I kind of, like, just, I wasn't folding no more. I'm like, nah, I can't do this. I'm not even gonna hold you. I can't do it. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. But, yeah, that's kind of sort of, like, how my childhood was and stuff. And I think that the influence of, like, you know, like I was talking about earlier, the Mississippi influence and my brothers and um most of my most of the dad's side of my family being like very male dominated and it's not even in a bad way but that side of the family is very male dominated it's very hard-working goal-oriented driven pick yourself up by the bootstraps type vibe <laughs> that's like the vibe that my dad's side of the family has and that's not to say that obviously women can't have that women have those qualities and they do it even better sometimes than men but you know, when you're a child and you're surrounded and you're seeing men do all of this and stuff like that. And in no way were they like ever misogynistic or were they ever like saying women can't do it because half of them were being supported by the super strong women right by their side. So yeah, <laughs> but anyway, seeing that and seeing men in that type of like power position, I don't want to say it messed, it didn't mess me up, but you know, seeing that I was like, okay, this is what men do and this is what women do so from a very young age I kind of like just got I kind of just like grasped this idea of kind of like what gender roles are and stuff like that so yeah moving along from the childhood aspect of things came middle school obviously and middle school bro how old was it middle school like 12 to like 14 so we were like 12 or I think I was like 12 when I, was, bro, I don't even remember it was so long ago but around like 12 years old I started middle school and started puberty and um when all of those things happen of course like everyone says those times are the most like confusing and like surprising and exciting and weird times that you can experience like that's well in my opinion with my experience that was like the very first time where I can pinpoint that I started like questioning myself 
and kind of like doing a little bit more introspection like that's where it started like that's where the, the start was of like introspection and stuff like that so with that introspection and stuff like that and with like what I previously said with seeing like how gender roles and stuff like that worked was when the terrible 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 thing of beauty standards finally I, I finally figured out what that was I finally figured out what beauty standards were now mind you it's not like I had zero idea of what beauty standards were and it's not like I had zero idea of like what I guess society um deems as a woman it's not like I didn't know but I didn't truly grasp it and I didn't really process it until middle school because it's all like it was more so like facial standards and like race standards that I knew a lot about because you know from a young age you're always told like no not you're always told but when I was young and I think a lot of like young black girls experienced this especially um darker skinned black girls as well we all like you experienced the whole like um with dark skinned girls like oh you look so much prettier if you were light-skinned or like oh um with just black girls in general now like oh um you would be so much prettier if your hair was straighter or if your hair was wasn't like so thick or you would be so much prettier if you had a perm or you would be so much prettier if you were white da 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 like or either or either you hear a lot of you see a lot of white girls in media you see a lot of white young girls in like the disney shows the tv shows the nickelodeon shows etc etc so i understood that from a younger age but going into middle school was when i started understanding the body standards and the beauty the overall beauty standards right so with that once I started like realizing what the beauty standards were I started to realize oh I do not fit <laughs> I do not fit into these at all I don't fit into this like and still to this day the beauty standard is like the well mm, well back like when I was in middle school the beauty standard was kind of like oh be slim but not too slim and have a butt but don't have too big of a butt and have a chest but not too big of a chest and have a stomach but not too big of a stomach because that isn't cool that isn't cute that doesn't look right you have to be tall you have to be this you have to be that you have to always you know keep yourself kept up you have to always have wonderful skin have wonderful eyebrows have wonderful eyelashes have nice soft lips that are like that was like the beauty center back then and like I said it still kind of is like that now but you have more of the BBL hourglass figure wanting ne like nation now but that's a whole another topic but yeah back then that's how the beauty standard was at least that's what I perceived the beauty standard to be and like I said I started realizing oh I don't have this at all now why was I 12 years old 12 like 13 14 sitting here thinking about this now that I'm looking back on it I'm like bro why was I even worried about that but that's what capitalism in America and society does to young girls. Anyway. So, yeah, that's when I started, like, realizing, like, oh, my body doesn't look like that. And, like, as I was into middle school, as I got into middle school, like, the transition to middle school already was, like, it wasn't hard for me or anything. But, like, once I was there, I started realizing a lot of things. So, going from elementary to middle school obviously you're going to be seeing a lot more people you're going to be seeing people that you've never seen before you're going to be um 
oh my god what's the word oh yeah you're going to be introduced to a lot of new types of people new types of personality etc cetera, etc cetera. you have to try to like find where you fit in and stuff like that and I had no problem my middle school was kind of like a family we all like were so like nice to well our middle school definitely was a family <laughs> it definitely had all the uh familiar elements of like oh yeah we still rock with each other we still love each other but we also hate each other that type of vibe but anyway it was like in middle school I started seeing how like different girls looked and how the boys in like my middle school talked and acted towards those girls and one I just think it's very weird how from that age especially like what year was bro I don't even remember what year it was but the years I was in middle school was like the rise of like uh, Musical.ly, Instagram. That was like the social media age when social media started like coming up. And of course, you would have boys looking at like Instagram models and and um, celebrities and stuff like that. And they look a certain way. And of course, they would try to find girls who looks like that. They would try to find girls who had, like I said, those beauty standards that I like previously listed off. They would try to find girls who had that and they would praise girls who had that. And um, I didn't have <laughs> I didn't have that. And I'm not even saying it to be like, oh, I wanted them to pick me because come on, stop. But no, like when you start realizing from like a young age, even though they didn't like necessarily like blatantly tell me like, oh, no, um, you don't fit the beauty standard. So I don't like it. Of course, they didn't say that. But I wasn't stupid. You can like catch that vibe in the way that I was like talked to in the way that I like interacted with dudes was way different than how they would interact with somebody they were attracted to. And um, and I just keep the question just keeps coming to my head. Why was I worried about that? But like I said, that's how society is terrible. But anyway. So, yeah, once I started noticing, like, dang, okay, I see I don't fit into this role. I see that I'm always going to be the the friend. And that's cool. Like, it was fine to me. It was cool to me because I wasn't really thinking about it that deep. Well, I was thinking about it that deep, but I never said that. And I didn't even understand, like, why I was thinking like that. It only, it only came, the why only got answered in my later high school years, which I'm going to talk about. But, yeah, the why was, like, I didn't understand why I was thinking like this. I just knew that I was, but I didn't really say too much about it. So, yeah, once I realized that, like, I didn't necessarily fit the mold of, like, what middle school boys like, I kind of started, like, I started having, I ain't gonna lie, I started having struggles. Like, I started looking at myself like, dang, why don't I look like this? Why don't I look like that? Why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? And, bro, you're not supposed to when you're 12. You're not supposed to have this womanly body when you're 12, 13, 14. You're not supposed to look like a woman. You're not supposed to look like you are fully developed. You're not. You're not supposed to. But, of course, now with knowledge and experience, I know that. But when I was in middle school, I didn't. <laughs> but, yeah, that's kind of, like, how I started feeling in middle school. And then with that came, like, the body esteem struggles, um I started like not liking my body like that and it wasn't like that bad but I kind of like that's where I started to feel like I didn't like my body or I wish my body could like just be changed and stuff like that and then plus along with puberty it's weird because your body is going through so many different changes almost every day 
so it's hard for you well it was hard for me to it was hard for me to like understand my body yeah it was hard for me to get a good understanding of my body because it was changing all the time so with already having these issues of like me not meeting the beauty standards and stuff like that and then me having these body esteem problems and with my body changing all at one time it was a very weird time period it was a very crazy time period I ain't gonna hold you so because of like those issues like that I started picking myself apart and I started like really looking like bro why don't I like this stuff and then oh yeah this is what I want to talk about too I didn't write this down in the little script I got but I started to like look at other girls like not even just from my middle school but other girls in the media other girls like on youtube other girls that like were in the programs and stuff that i was talking about that i did in my childhood and i would look and just be like why why don't i look like that why don't i have this why don't i exude this energy like literally it's so wild to me like why was i comparing myself so hard but that's kind of how society trains young girls they they train young girls to be competitive they train young girls to try to look at the next woman as a competitor or an enemy and it's sick and it's terrible and i hate it and anybody who's listening i don't care how old you are any boy any girl i don't care don't don't compare yourself to anybody else don't but anyway that's what I was doing I was like looking around and be like bro why how do they do this how do they have this and then going like into style too and like uniforms and stuff like that in my middle school we had uniforms too but on the side like we had uniforms but I was rarely out of my uniform like most of the time most of the days I was in my uniform and if I wasn't in my uniform I was in like sweatpants or like some or like sweatpants like a hoodie or something like that because I did track like eighth grade but most of the time I was in my uniform so I really didn't have no sense of style yet I didn't have like a what I like what I don't like what type of clothes I like wearing what type of shoes I like wearing like I didn't have no type of sense of style I mean I had a sense of style but you feel me it was just regular things like regular jeans regular shirts like my mom got me I wasn't dressing myself so I wasn't dressing myself So, like, I didn't have a sense of style. But, you know, eighth grade, more towards eighth grade, I started finally, like, looking at things, like, on Pinterest and on Instagram, like, the type of style of clothes that I like, the stuff like that. Um, Once I started getting into style, I started realizing, like, you know, I was leaning more towards the boyish side, blah, blah, blah. And with that, even though that's how I, like, really wanted to dress or start dressing, like, the more boyish, tomboyish type, skater type vibe or whatever... Um, I felt that, but because, like I said, because of beauty standards and because of how other girls were dressing and because of how I seen other girls dress and act, I was like, nah, I don't need to be doing that. That's, that's not, nah, no, I shouldn't be doing that. I should be dressing like a lady. I should be dressing like a girl. And that's where, like, um, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. That's where kind of like... I started feeling like, okay, I have to wear shirts that fit me. I have to wear things that make me look more like a girl. I have to wear pink. I have to wear certain girlyish clothes like that. I can't wear that other stuff because if I wear that other stuff, then people are going to look at me weird. People are going to think that I'm not feminine enough. And that's how I felt. Like, I truly did start to feel like 
I had to mask like femininity in order to truly feel like that. And I didn't feel feminine enough, but that's, ooh, that's getting into like the later, the later segments that I was talking about. But that's kind of like where the start of it began, where I was looking at clothes and I was looking at clothes that, you know, people in my middle school wear. I was obsessed with justice. Let me tell y'all. Oh my God. I was obsessed with that store justice. I loved it. Like, <laughs> even though I'm, even though I'm literally sitting here saying like, oh, I didn't really like girly stuff. Justice was the exception. Shorty. Oh my God. Every time me and my family went to the mall or like anywhere and it was like, oh, where do you want to go shopping? Justice immediately ran to justice. I love that store so bad. Like if they had a justice for adults today, Oh my God, that'll be my entire everything. But but now when I sit back and think about it, Justice was an amazing store. I ain't even gonna hold you. Justice had some really good stuff for like kids. They understood how to like make clothing for little girls and to not sexualize them and to not make them wear like weird things. Like they had it down to science and it, just chef's kiss. I loved it. But um. <laughs> Sorry, I have to go on my little ramble. But, like, once I started realizing, like, in later years why I love Justice, it was because I threw myself into loving that. I, I kind of forced myself into loving that. Now, looking back on it, I truly do love it. Like, it was amazing. Like, what it stood for, everything. I loved it. But I realized that the only reason why I had so many clothes, like, with glitter and sparkles and this and that and super girly was because I was trying to fit in. I was trying to... I was trying to dress more feminine. I was trying to feel more feminine. I was trying to feel like I was doing something right as a girl because I already was having these body issues. I already was having these issues of, you know, boys, like, not treating me in a different way, but seeing how boys interact with girls like that and girls like this and me being the this. So, yeah. But I was already having these struggles and stuff like that. So, when I seen Justice, I was like, okay, I have a slight interest in this my parents not my parents my mom more so liked this store liked me dressing like this she would tell me like oh like this is so cute like I could just see how excited she was going in there um like getting stuff for me and stuff like that so I kind of like forced myself to like it in a sense and I kind of just like forced myself to be like okay this is what you should be wearing as a girl this is what you need to wear as a girl this is what you need to wear this is what society wants you to wear so this is what you're gonna wear okay cool Cheyenne like that's how I thought about it and um yeah looking back on it now I kind of wish that I didn't do that because it did kind of like it did kind of like trample over into how I thought in high school and stuff but yeah that that's kind of like that's kind of like all of like the middle school part of things and how um me like not feeling feminine and me not feeling like I was a girl or doing this girl thing the right way that's kind of like where it started at that's kind of like how it all festered but in high school it was much worse <laughs> and in high school I finally like I was digging really deep into myself and I really like started to understand why I was feeling like this all right so high school comes about and all the feelings that I was feeling in middle school about my body and like beauty standards and just everything and style was just like amplified amplified 
more than I think I was ready for it to be amplified more than I thought it probably could because for like a minute I was like mm, okay I should be able to get past this little patch that I'm feeling like mm, okay maybe when I get into high school it'll be done no <laughs> no high school made it worse so yeah so the thoughts that I was having in my body and stuff like that got a little bit worse because now like I thought that like my body was going through changes in middle school no it was going through a lot of changes like all through high school and even still now like the the woman body a woman's body is always going to change like until you're like 25 ish but around like when high school first started my body was changing a whole lot so the thoughts of like me one not liking my body two my body not fitting up to these standards and three just me like trying to understand myself it was a really it was just a really crazy combination and I was just like dang I thought I was over this I thought I was done with this <laughs> so I know I touched like a little bit on style and stuff like that in middle school and I'm just gonna like kind of like pick up from there remember when I said uniforms is gonna be like a big turning point is gonna be like a big thing like that contributes to this this is the part where it contributes to it <laughs> so you know coming out of middle school finally getting into high school no more uniforms I can finally you know be myself I can finally you know step into my style and like I was saying before you know I was shopping at Justice and stuff like that my like top three stores when I was like in middle school was Justice, Aeropostale, and like Hollister and I wanted to like wear Abercrombie but that was too expensive it, that's a whole nother episode but anyway so those were like my top three brands in middle school so now I'm into high school and I'm okay all right, what am I going to wear? How am I going to dress myself? What am I comfortable in? What do I like? What do I gravitate towards? So like I said, I was gravitating more towards like um the boyish type of clothes, um more so like the skate like the like the skate culture. Like I don't know how to explain this. The best way I can explain it is like the skate culture type vibe. And I started shopping at stores like Zoomies, PacSun, Rue 21, um Hot Topic, Spencer's and I still like those stores now but I don't really shop there no more but just to give you like a just give you a perspective on what I was like wearing I was shopping at those stores a lot so with that I started to find my style and I kind of started to like find how I like how I wanted to be perceived right so I got comfortable with wearing clothes like that. I got real comfortable wearing like the baggy like hoodies, the baggy shirts, the bigger jeans and stuff like that. But when I was wearing this, the thought in my head was still like this is not what women wear. This is not how women should dress. This is not how to this is not how a girl should dress. This is not how society wants girls to dress. This is not how you should be dressing. And the only reason why I was thinking that was cuz now I'm in high school and I'm looking around and now I'm seeing just even more different types of people and personalities than I thought I'd seen in middle school. Now it's times 10. Now it's a lot of different, a lot more different people, a lot of different personalities, a lot of different styles, just a whole new pool of people here that I'm trying to get used to. And I was, and as I was looking around, I was noticing like, okay, I see what the, <laughs> I see what the girlies are wearing these days. Like, okay. And, um, when I seen it's so embarrassing to say this but I feel like I'm gonna just put my pride to the side and say it when I seen a lot of like girls wearing certain things I low-key wanted to assimilate to that and I was like okay I gotta fit in I can't I can't be wearing that so 
along with like me just having my own sense of style and stuff like that and still trying to like tweak little things I still was like trying to force myself into wearing things that I wasn't comfortable in because of like I may not have been confident in my body and stuff like that I tried to do the skinny jean thing I didn't like it I tried to do like the the like cropped shirt thing I didn't like it I couldn't do it and the thing is no honestly I'm lying the thing is it wasn't that I didn't like it I didn't like how I looked in it that was the problem and a lot of the time I think like in society clothing most of the time is made with the intentions of fitting a certain body type and the intentions of fitting a certain body and when I seen that the clothes that I was wearing didn't look right on my body or other bodies that look like mine I got really discouraged and I got really sad low-key because I was just like dang these clothes that I think are so pretty and are so nice and stuff like that and the clothes that I'm keep in mind the clothes that I thought I was supposed to be wearing quote-unquote I hated how it looked on me I hated how it looked in it and when I seen like how it was advertised it was advertised towards like the tall and slim type of people so seeing that I'm like dang I guess I'm not made for this and along with me already not feeling like I was feminine enough along with me feeling like I wasn't doing this girl thing right that kind of like solidified my feelings that was kind of like the determining factor and that was kind of like the answer to my why that I was talking about I was like oh I'm this isn't for me I'm not supposed to be wearing this because I don't even look right in this and only and only stuff that this looks right on is the tall and the slim girls and if not the tall and slim girls then the girls who probably got a bigger butt than me or a bigger chest than me that's who's supposed to be wearing this that was a crazy realization for me like freshman year like freshman sophomore year that was my realization and I'm so mad that I convinced myself that that was correct because it it made so much sense in my head and my like low self-esteem head that made so much sense and I just needed something to solidify how I was feeling so I can just like finally try to move on right but that wasn't right at all and I wish I just like woke up but just a little I was almost there like I, w- I missed the mark just by that much I was almost there but whatever it was in the past so with my so-called revelation about clothes and how I should be dressing and stuff like that I really was just like okay now I know what I should be wearing and I really did step more and I got more comfortable with the boyish like and it is not I don't even think it's like this no more I feel like style has evolved a lot but at the time I was like okay I'm comfortable with the graphic tee sweatpants big jean you know hoodie type you know like just the basic those are like the basic pieces of like the I guess the quote-unquote boyish wardrobe so I got comfortable with like understanding that's what I was comfortable in and understanding like okay I like the sense of style so I might as well just rock with it and I did and I think within that although I did like the style and I still do like more so of the of the um boyish type of style still to this day it's like a part of me only was dressing like that because one I was not comfortable with my body. I didn't like how my body looked. I was having real body. Come on, I already said this. I have body issues. Okay, whatever. I'll get it. That and the fact that, like, I felt like 
okay, I'm not doing this feminine thing right. And I'm not doing this girl thing right. So I should just stop trying. And I really tried to shut out every feminine part that I had because I was just like, I guess I'm not built for this. I guess I'm not supposed to do this. Like literally, I kind of separated myself from what I believed was feminine because I was so convinced that that's just not what I'm supposed that that's just not how I'm supposed to dress it's not how I'm supposed to act I just cut it completely off because I'm like it's no point in me trying like it's no point in me trying so that's what I did and looking back on it I really am upset about that but I'm not trying I I can't really put the blame on just like society as a whole but society had a lot to do with that like beauty standards and things had so much to do with that and also it didn't help that I was surrounded by girls in high school who had these bodies who had these bodies that one boys loved like boys loved those type of bodies and stuff like that and I didn't have that so of course kind of like in middle school hearing what boys like hearing what boys don't like and me seeing that I have the things that boys don't like it it was just a terrible it was just so bad it was so bad and I can't put the blame on nobody I'm not even gonna put the blame on anybody because there's really no one to blame here this was all like internal stuff you feel me but yeah it was just really hard so another thing that I forgot to mention with style as well was that one of the main reasons why I gravitated more towards like the boyish or streetwear type of aesthetic was because Billie Eilish did talk about this. She did touch on this a little bit of why she was wearing a lot of like baggy, super duper baggy clothes. I wasn't on that level, but why she was wearing like super baggy clothes. And honestly, it was somewhat of a defense mechanism for me. And I kind of did it and I kind of gravitated more towards that because I felt like if I wear this, then I'm free of judgment from other people. And it was like, if I wear a baggy shirt or if I wear like baggier jeans, a person will not know how my body looks. And a person cannot make assumptions and a person cannot judge me on how my body looks if I wear things that's not going to show off my body. You you feel me? Like, if I was to wear a dress, like a bodycon dress, right? If I was to wear a bodycon dress, which I still haven't even worn one to this day, which is wild. I'm going to fix that. But if I was to wear a bodycon dress, a person would be able to look at me and see exactly how my body looks. It was more so of like a vulnerability type thing. Like a person would be able to see how my body looks. A person would be able to see me and a person would be able to see the part, like the hugest part of myself that I wasn't confident with. And... The thought of like, oh my God, what are they going to think about my body? Are they going to think my body is nasty? Are they going to think that I don't like my body? Blah, blah, blah. My body doesn't look like this. My body doesn't look like that. Oh my goodness. Blah, blah, blah. It was really like a vulnerability thing. And it was really like a, like I said, a defense mechanism thing as well. And even now to this day, I'm trying to like stray away from that. And I'm trying to understand that who cares? It doesn't matter. But yeah that's kind of I forgot to include that but that's another reason why I gravitated more towards like the streetwear style of clothing so with like I guess seeing how boys and what boys liked and what was pushing the media of what a woman should look like and how a woman should act and stuff like that and in high school I was noticing you know like the whole I don't look like this blah 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 on top of me already dealing with like trying to figure out trying to figure out myself 
trying to figure out just who I am as a person. And then on top of like school and clubs and activities and sports and everything and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It was just, it was too much for me to try to understand. It was too much for me to try to dig deep in myself and be like, why don't I feel feminine? Why don't I feel this? Why don't I feel that? So I kind of just ignored that part all the way up until I'm going to say like junior year. Yeah. Up to like junior year, I just ignored that. I just ignored my entire femininity. I was just like, okay, whatever. Don't care. I guess I'm not supposed to be doing this. But the interesting thing that I realized was that sexuality played a huge role in this too like a huge role in this so sexuality really has played a big part in me feeling like I've never been feminine enough or something like that because I realized like I was was like okay I'm part of the limpers community okay cool I don't want to make a big deal about it. Let's just move on. <laughs> but I realized, I'm like, okay, yeah. I realize I'm part of this community. I realize I like women. Okay, cool. And a lot of the time in the black community, specifically, black people have this idea that if a girl likes women, she has to either play basketball or be a stud or be very masculine. That's kind of like the baseline. And that, and not even just like in a black community, it's in like every community too but more specifically in the black community I see that idea really like repeated over and over and over again that a woman who likes women has to be masculine has to play basketball has to be more I just said masculine okay cool but (laughs) has to be engaged in more masculine things so me you know discovering like my sexuality and stuff like that blah 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 and hearing that and seeing that and me also thinking like okay I have to be more masculine in order for my sexuality to be valid. I have to not do feminine things in order for my sexuality to be um vali- validated, not validated. That's not even a word. But yeah, that's how I felt. So me realizing that one, I like women, I'm like, dang, I'm still not doing this feminine thing right. Like I'm still not doing this feminine thing right. And it was like, for a really long time I found myself trying to prove to people that I was like trying to prove to people that I liked women and in order for me to prove that to people I had to exude some type of masculinity I had to not engage in feminine activities such as like wanting to get my nails done or wanting to get my lashes done or wanting to pick out cute little clothes and wanting to wear dresses and skirts because one I was already trying to deal with body oh my god I feel like I keep on repeating that but I mean it's true like I it was a lot of stuff that I was trying to juggle all at one time like trying to deal with me not liking my body trying to deal with me not meeting the standards trying to deal with me not feeling like I'm feminine enough and now me definitely feeling like I'm not feminine enough because now oh I like women and now it's like, dang, now I can't even associate with being feminine because it's going to make me look like I'm lying about being gay or something. <sighs> so that was a huge thing. And that happens a lot in the, um, in the LGBT community. A lot of the time, people who are either like um, gay, like a gay man or a lesbian woman or a bisexual man or woman or whatever, a lot of the time they feel like they have to amplify certain parts of themselves in order to be valid. Like, 
I see a lot of the time gay men, they feel like they have to be more feminine. They have to like be flamboyant. They have to fit these traditional roles of a gay man in order for people to actually believe that they're gay or in order to convince themselves that they are gay or just be more comfortable with the fact that they're gay. The same thing like applies to women. And I've had conversations with other gay women as well about this and how a lot of other gay women, they also feel the same way. Like they have to, they have to like, continuously prove to themselves or to society that they are gay or they are or they do like women and more so with bisexual people that's how it works too especially bisexual people like people always try to erase bisexual people from like the conversation of um sexuality and they're like oh no there's no way you can like two you can't like both it's either one or the other or either you like one more than other and there's no way you can like both in the same time like uh, let's stop with that but mainly bisexual people feel the need to like overemphasize their attraction for the same sex just so it can be more valid so I was going through that too so it it was just a whole lot that was contributing to me not feeling feminine and me feeling like I wasn't the right girl or doing the girl thing right or being the perfect girl or whatever like that and in no way okay let me just get this here right now in no way did I ever feel like a boy let me get that out there no in no way did I feel like I was born in the wrong gender or I was born in the wrong body I never felt like that it never was a time where I was like okay maybe I'm a boy it never was like that it was just me questioning you know do I fit into these roles and stuff like that so over the past like year and a half I have been trying to do things that you know makes me feel more confident in my body makes me really see myself for who I am instead of trying to fit these standards and instead of trying to think that I don't fit a standard or trying to purposely use the misogynistic view of what I felt femininity was and what I felt being a woman was and just simply like myself for who I am (laughs) that's the simple answer is all it is just like yourself for who you are and that's a very complex process to learn how to love yourself and to learn how to like yourself for who you are but I had a realization like a year and a half ago where I was like wait a minute hold on wait a second all of these views of me thinking I'm not feminine enough and all of these views of me thinking I'm not a girl I'm not doing this girl thing right and me having these body esteem issues and stuff is all rooted in misogyny and is all rooted in society's twisted way to make women feel ugly and I'm doing that to myself I I I'm having an internal misogynistic conversation with myself almost every single day convincing myself that I'm not a woman because I don't have certain qualities that society has deemed to not be feminine what and it was like I realized this just so bro I realized this so crazily like I think I just woke up one day and I was just like, wait a, hold up, wait a second. And I kind of just had to like backtrack and think about everything that I've done, everything that I felt, everything that I've went through. And I was like, wait a second, bro, what's going on? We need to stop. We need to stop. What's happening right now? And that's kind of where my, um, do I want to call this the self-love journey? I'm just going to call it that because I don't know what I call it. But this is where I guess like my self-love journey began. And this is where I started to realize, bro, who cares about, who cares? Who cares? Literally, who cares? I think a lot of people need to hear that. 
I was one of the people who need to hear that. Anybody who's listening, bro, no one cares what you wear. No one cares how you how you present yourself. No one cares about how you think your body looks. No one cares that much. I promise to God, no one cares that much. And if someone does care that much, they're a hater and they want to be like you. Because once I realized, bro, no one cares about your body. No one cares about your body this much because more than likely they're focused on their own body and their own issues. No. Two, your body is not meant to look good. Your body is not meant to appeal to men or women or whatever. Your body is simply meant to protect you. And the way that your body was made was purely crafted in order to make sure that you are safe and healthy. So why in the world are you going to go your enti- almost your entire life hating the thing that was created to keep you healthy and is working every day to keep you healthy? Why? And it was like, once I realized that, I was like, bro, why have I been wasting my time doing this? Why have I been wasting my time? And why have I been sacrificing the things that I really want to do? And why have I been sacrificing the things I want to wear and the things I want to act in and things and how I want to present myself? Why have I been sacrificing this? So my definition of femininity and Google's definition of femininity kind of differs a little bit. I'm going to read off Google's definition of femininity. So according to Oxford Languages Dictionary, femininity can be defined as the qualities or attributes regarded as characteristic of women. And then in parentheses, it says she alternated between embracing her femininity and concealing it. If that last sentence isn't what this entire episode is, then I don't know what is. But what is my definition of femininity? And how did I grapple with my own femininity and being more comfortable in myself and allowing myself to enjoy these parts of myself that may not fit Google's definition of femininity? So, here's my definition of femininity. I feel like femininity can be defined as the parts of yourself that makes you feel the most confident and makes you feel the most you femininity can apply to men as well or mask or more masculine people as well but I just feel like the overall definition of femininity is just you doing what you want to do and what makes you feel good about yourself what makes you feel like you're beautiful and the things that makes you you and once I realized that and once I got my own definition I started to embrace myself more like I said me liking well me at the time me liking more of like the boyish street style type of wear if that's what makes me feel good I'm feminine (laughs) and that's all that matters if you wearing a dress and putting on your best heels and wearing all of the makeup that you own and having a beat face and having your hair laid and feeling just like the most beautiful woman in the world if that's what makes you feel feminine and if that's your definition of femininity embrace it if your definition of femininity is you wearing sweatpants and a hoodie and having your hair tied up just like drake once said if that's what makes you feel feminine and if that's what makes you feel beautiful go and do it if you're a man and if you like wearing makeup and if you like doing eyeliner and if you like wearing nail polish if that's what makes you feel good if that's what makes you feel feminine go and do it 
as a man, if you like wearing your Mary jeans and you like wearing your Nike Tex and your shiesty masks, that's femininity. And if you like it, embrace it. It's nothing wrong with that. I feel like society has created these stupid gender roles and these stupid roles that people have to abide by when in reality we are our own people whatever makes us feel good and whatever makes us feel beautiful is just exactly what we should do and exactly how we should feel and there should be nothing and no higher up thing or no higher up person or any other person for that matter telling you or making you feel like you're not feminine enough or you're not masculine enough or you're just not beautiful enough because everyone is we all are we are our own beings we're going to be on this earth for however long we're going to be on this earth so there's literally no point of us hating our bodies and hating how we feel and feeling like we're not feminine enough because we only have so much time we might as well just enjoy it for what it is and we might as well just enjoy every single waking moment that we have instead of feeling insecure simple as that If you all made it to the end of the episode, I just want to thank you all so much for still tuning in and still just hearing me out on this. Um, I don't know if it's going to be very well relatable, but it's okay. I feel like I just had to get that message out with beauty standards and just body positivity and self-esteem and stuff like that. I know a lot of men, women, children, everybody, I know we all have our own issues with our bodies and just self-esteem in general. So I just felt like I wanted to bring some attention to that. If you all aren't already, I would highly suggest you go follow me on all of my socials just so you can stay updated on different things. I do want to be more interactive on like my Instagram and stuff like that. And I've been thinking about making a podcast Twitter so you all can kind of like, you know, if you want to submit topics or you just want to talk about anything or you just want to build a community. Okay, cool. (laughs) I've been thinking about doing that. But from my already previous existing socials, if you want to go follow them, go ahead on my instagram the podcast instagram is at the vibe hive t-h-e-e-v-i-b-e-h-i-v-e and my main instagram is vibe shy two s's two y's with a period in the middle my twitter is the same exact thing vibe shy just without a period in the middle and if you want to go check out my facebook it's at shy to vibe i don't really promote the podcast on there that much it's kind of just more like a talk share post whatever (laughs) also if you haven't already go check out my other latest episodes i talked about um, lack of resources in the black community, mental health in the black community, Lil Nas X, Astro World, Life After High School, and then I also have like some little bonus little ramble episodes. So if you want to go check those out, it'll be greatly appreciated. And while you're checking those out, it'll be greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated if you went and rated the podcast. You can rate it on Apple or you can rate it on Spotify. I'm not sure about any other platforms, but I know majority of the audience listens to either Spotify or Apple. But if you can just take the little few seconds out of your day to rate the podcast it'll be greatly appreciated it helps me understand what you all like it helps me understand you know the algorithm and stuff like that whatever whatever and then also any constructive criticism is welcome please I want to be better (laughs) so if you all just want to go do that it'll be greatly appreciated and I just want to thank you all so much still for just listening and supporting me it it from the bottom of my heart it means so much it really does so thank you all so much. If you have just listened to one minute, if you listen to the whole episode, if you like the post, if you share the post, anything, it's so appreciated. And I see you and I love you and I appreciate it so much. But I'm just going to wrap this on up. Thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode, The Feminine Mold. And I'll see you all later at the Vibe Hive.